It's the Prep Rally Podcast, the only podcast in the state dedicated to prep sports. Brought to you by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Here's your host, Chip Souza. And welcome back to another edition of Prep Rally, the podcast. It's Wednesday, July. The What is today, Paul? I'm not looking at my calendar. 26th, 28th, 27th, something like 28. that. 28th. <laughs> so we are joined by Leland Barclay down in Fort Smith. Leland, what's happening down in the River Valley today? Um, Man, it is my kind of weather. Hot. Yes. <laughs> walk, walk outside and you're, you're loose and ready to throw a couple innings, right? You throw a couple and play. There you go. So I tell people, I grew up in East Texas in the Pine Curtain, and the humidity there is so high you could reach up and grab a handful of it and throw it at each other. That's about <laughs> what it's like here today. Hey, I, I, I'll second that, and and I come from the northeast corner of Arkansas, where rice rice country. So I know about the humidity. There you go. A little wet over there too, and, and mosquitoes. Absolutely, absolutely. So Leland, we are we are in what I guess is the final couple of days before. Football officially, summer, uh, or I guess you could say fall, but it's really summer workouts, uh, begin on Monday across the state. And uh, we just got done with the big seven-on-seven tournament over at Shiloh Christian. So, Leland, it is, it's go time. Yes, it is. You know, the coaches I've talked to this week have all said, you know, they're kind of wrapping up the summer stuff. And uh, Monday kind of starts them um, in preparation for the season. And everybody mentioned getting ready for the first scrimmage which I think the first scrimmage games coming up are the 16th. So correct, correct. That's that's only two weeks from Monday, and it's you're right, it's about go time. So, Leland, we were, I was looking at the schedule um, yesterday, the first three weeks of the football season. I've been trying to you know, map out coverage uh, for the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette for the first three weeks of the season. And, of course, the season will start, the regular season will start, down in the River Valley on that Thursday. Leland, I believe that is the 27th, August the 27th, with the big – annual Battle of Rogers Avenue, Fort Smith Northside at Fort Smith Southside. Uh, that was also the game that kicked it off last year. And, of course, if you folks are listening for the first time and you're wondering why these two teams are playing so early in the season, in fact, the season opener, it's because they're no longer in the same conference. They split the two Northside, the, the two Fort Smith schools, put left Northside in the 7A Central, moved Southside over to the 7A West when Van Buren dropped down to Class 6A a couple of years ago. So that's why these two teams, uh, storied historic rivals. Leland, some call it, still call it the best rivalry game in the state. What, what's your thoughts on that? Well, I think, you know, I remember a few years ago I did a column, I guess several years ago I did a column, and I kind of tried to, instead of make it opinionated, I kind of tried to make it um, something that we could calculate, something that we could measure, uh, you know, the metrics right. of, of a good rivalry. And I had about five or six factors, and I went through and, and at the time went through all the the, the rivalries and kind of rated them and just added them up. And, uh, you know, one of them is overall competitiveness of the teams. Uh, and that, that part has waned a tiny bit uh, for Northside and Southside in the last couple of years. The fact that it's not a conference game, uh, you know, that, that diminishes it a tiny bit. But it is still one of the best things about the Northside-Southside rivalry. It is two schools in the same city. Correct. Located just a few miles from each other. And it does have the longevity factor because they've played since the mid-60s now. So it's not as old as some of them in the state uh, that go back into the, you know, the 40s and things. 
But uh, I, th- I still think it's way up there because, you know, one of them at the time, of course, was Fayetteville and Springdale. Correct. Battle of the Dogs. Now, Springdale has two schools. At one time, Rogers and Bentonville was one of the biggest ones. Right. Well, now both of those have two schools, so that's kind of diminished those rivalries by themselves. But gosh, the, the Rogers Bentonville one goes back so far. I mean, it, it goes back just about as far as Fayetteville Springdale. Right. And those are two, still two gigantic ones. Exactly. Now, Ricky Fires is Ricky Fires is with us. Uh, he's uh, remote today. Now, Ricky, I know you've covered a few Battle of Rogers Avenue games. And, uh, you know, what What do you think of the rivalry? Oh, I'm back in uh, Leland 100%. I used to argue when I got up here in northwest Arkansas, they kept saying Fayetteville and Springdale. Longevity, maybe, maybe. But my guess, I worked in uh, Fort Smith, and if you did a 12-inch story on Fort Smith Southside with one picture, I got you better do a 12-inch story and one picture on north side, you're exactly. going to hear about it next day. Exactly. Right down, you can see it. You could almost see uh invisible wall right down Rogers Avenue. You look to your left, you're driving up Rogers Avenue toward the bridge. You got the north side. You got the uh, Grizzlies over there. You drive a couple of blocks south, and it's all south side with their colors. So I've been a part uh, uh, from afar. I've always admired that uh, rivalry. It's still... The best rivalry, yes, they've been down. But with the new school, maybe maybe new facilities, maybe they get reinvigorated. To me, north side, south side is still the best rivalry in the state. I love it. I got a chance to experience it four or five times when I was working in Fort Smith and have gotten to hang on to it since I've been in northwest Arkansas. I've always loved it. And uh, just you know, like Leland had mentioned, historic programs uh, on a state level. Uh, you know, north side already had that history. Uh, going whenever the, the schools uh, integrated and split in the north side and south side. Uh, Bar- you know, Barry Lunny and, and, you know, what he was able to do at south side and even before him, uh, with Coach Gatling, they, they, you know, just great, great programs there. So that's going to kick off the high school football season for us um, on August the 27th. Now, Leland, I'm excited because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cover a Friday night game, then I'm going to get in the car Saturday morning and drive down to McKinney, Texas, where uh, Springdale Harbor will play its season opener on that Saturday night at McKinney in their $70 million football stadium. That will be like uh, like uh, almost going to an NFL game or at least a, a you know a small college game. Absolutely. Uh, in that stadium. So and actually north side south side's on the 26th. It's the 26th and then the regular season uh, Friday night the 27th full slate of games and yes. 28th is at uh, Harbor down at McKinney. So that's why I always have to have uh, uh, Henry Apple uh, with me because he keeps me straight on my dates. I don't, I don't know how to look up the calendar on my phone. So Henry Henry's not here today, so he has to. Have are you driving back after the game? Or are you going to stay down there? I'm going to stay one night down there uh, and uh, and then come back the following day. So uh, anyway, it's a chance to get down. I'm excited uh, for those of you who might know this, might not know this. Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. Leland, you talked about this a little bit last week. You bought your Dave Campbell's. I've bought my Dave Campbell's. It was uh, it's it's sort of the Bible of high school football in Texas. Well, they will have their main reporter Matt Stepp will be at that game also on that Saturday night, and so I'm looking forward to uh, to to seeing him seeing him in a long time, and uh, looking forward to seeing him and covering that game with him. Uh, Leland, you would love this guy. He covers pretty much three games or four every weekend of the high school football season. 
Wow. That's, uh, you know, the nice thing too, about being down there in that area, there's just so many games yes. in a short amount of, uh, you know, distance from each other. Exactly. That, uh, you know, he gets to pick and choose, and uh, it's just – it's fantastic. I've already looked at, uh, of course, you know, Friday night, Saturday night. That Saturday night is uh, the Salt Bowl between Bryant and yep. Denton. Yep, yep. So, it's uh, – it kicks off in a big way. It does, and I'm excited. I cannot wait for it to get here. Now, Leland, we got some special stuff coming up in the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. And, of course, Leland is taking care of the River Valley for us down there now. And uh, he's going to have some special features every week that we'll talk about here. Uh, Leland will have a River Valley report. Leland, that, that will publish every Thursday in the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. And that you'll cover the River Valley like a blanket every Thursday. It's also going to have a digital element with it. You're going to get Leland's going to have his own show down there, his own video show down there that he will tape on Tuesday. And it will drop on Thursday on our, on our website at nwaonline.com. Leland will have a big uh, story every Friday in the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette that will preview that game of the week on Friday night. And then he'll also have a gamer on Friday night with video. So, Leland, if it moves in the River Valley, Leland will have it. If he doesn't get it, our Harold McIlvain and Walter Woody would get it. And I'm using that as kind of a segue leading into the second part of today's show. We're going to bring Walter Woody in. He's written a big story that's going to appear in this weekend's Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette on the beautiful new facilities, the arenas at both Northside and Southside High School. Well, and, you know, uh, you know, you talk about Walter and, and Harold, they just do a fantastic job. Yes, sir. And I was thinking about this the other day, and I, I don't want to, you know, date myself too much, but I'd love to add up the experience between us three and then your staff. I don't, uh, I don't. I don't have that many fingers. I figured up. It's four hundred ninety. We we need a calculator, guys. We can't do this on our fingers and toes. I and know may, that. Yeah, maybe maybe an abacus well, and and who knows. Great, what Rick. You just dated us. Yeah, Rick. Four hundred ninety. Hey, I'm I'm old. I don't. I, I'm not scared. I'm not scared. No, sir. We're not. <laughs> Me and Paul Boyd. For sure. Well, here. well seasoned, guys. Yeah, well seasoned. Absolutely. So, Leland, thanks for jumping on with us today. And as always, we will have Leland's part of our regular weekly Wednesday prep rally podcast so we will uh, we always have him uh, on with us moving forward he'll be part a regular part of our our uh, podcast team and and uh so we're excited leland we're excited to have you part of the team we're excited to see what you know what you're going to bring to the table no pr no pressure there but uh but excited yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> that's fine you know it's uh um i look forward to it and uh you know everybody uh likes a good challenge and it it has certainly uh you know reinvigorated me and man it's uh it this is just a great place to be and and uh, a lot of stories to be told now what we do want to mention too is uh, as part of uh, our new coverage plan that we'll have this year we're going to have more video from games available immediately after the games on friday nights so you can go on our website nwaonline.com and you'll be able to see the uh, highlights and interviews from our, the games that we cover, selected games that we cover, uh, quickly after the game ends, and you can you can you know see see clips of that on our website at nwaonline.com. So we're excited about that. Excited about some of the new things that we're going to be bringing to you, and we'll talk about those in the coming weeks as we lead into what'd you say, Leland? August the twenty sixth, Northside at Southside for the season opener. And you talk about the videos and, uh, um, you know, we're, you know, I'm learning, I'm learning, I'm figuring it out. Of course, I have a son that's, uh, you know, 
much more versed in that than I am because uh, Rick mentioned 496 years of experience. That's writing. Yeah. That's not video. That's writing. Correct. <laughs> correct. But even I tell people this, Leland, all the time, if Rick Fires can do this, anybody can do this. <laughs> I only get it right half the time, though. <laughs> that's a higher percentage than I. That's a higher percentage to put you in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, that's a higher percentage than I thought, Rick. But but uh, but there you go, there you go. Well, Leland, thanks for being on with us. We're going to take a break right here, and when we come back, we're going to have Walter Woody with us to talk about boy the pride in Fort Smith and these new arenas that they're building. So, Leland, we'll catch up with you next week. Thank you. I enjoy it. See you then. So that was Leland Barclay with us down in Fort Smith and bringing us uh, what's going on down that way. Now we're joined by more more royalty, Paul. This is this is more more legendary royalty and Walter Woody, the legendary W Dub, who also covers the River Valley for us down there. What's happening, Walter? Uh, what's happening, Walter? Not much. Just another. Uh, I go, I go back on contract next Friday, so I'm finishing up any little things left around the house to get ready for school. Time to time to go back to work. Boy. Yeah, yeah. So, so got to get up early again and uh, get yourself all retrained for that. You may be a guy though. You may be an early early riser guy. Anyway, I'm not. No, no, no. I worked <laughs> for a morning newspaper. There I you was go. A late, ri- I became a late riser though. That- I was an early riser when I worked for an afternoon newspaper, though that's something we have, I have to explain what that is to kids. Yeah, but, you know. yeah. So Walter is going to be writing a story for us. It's going to be in this weekend's Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette on the new beautiful. I'm not using that. I'm not throwing that word in there, Paul. I've seen the pictures. I've seen it. I have too. Beautiful arenas at both Fort Smith Northside and Fort Smith Southside. So, Walter, give us a little update on, on where they are and when we think those are going to officially, official be open. Well, I talked to Coach uh, Michael Beaumont, the athletic director at uh, the Fort Smith uh, School District, and he estimates that the first week of August, which is next week, Southside should get in there. Uh, Northside he hopes by the end of August, he's looking at the, but it, but you're also looking at early September also first week or two, you know, Labor Day, somewhere like that is what they're, they're hoping for at Northside. Now I've been to both. I look, I was, I, I visited uh, Southside at the end of the school year. Uh, Dr. Miller, the then principal before she uh, resigned, um, took us a tour of it and, and it was looking good there, there, but but just the recent pictures that, that that we've seen, you know, the floors down, the seats are in. I think most of the locker rooms, there's just little things here and there. You know, the city has the certification of occupancy and then the district gives it a, a once over. Then then the school can have it. So that that's kind of where they're at there. North side, they were still putting the floor down as of last week. There's still a lot of construction, but man, it is going to be awesome. If, I'm going to give a quick example. If you've ever been to the bathroom at North side, there's like two or three stalls and that's the same thing on the women's side. Yep. yep. Each side of the gym is going to have 13 stalls for women. Well, I tell you what, I mean, and seeing that, that's a lot of four, uh, that that's, it is an expense to do that, but it's a lot of foresight. Uh, people people kind of take that for granted. Well, yeah. What right. you, what happens when you have large crowds? Long lines. You, you know what you're yeah. going to have. Long you know lines. you're going to be big crowds. Yeah, yeah, exactly. big crowds. You got large crowds. 
They're also going to have family bathrooms to like change diapers, stuff like that too, or, or little thing. You might want to take your little kid in there. So, so those things are going to be nice to have. Good deal. Um, and you know, they're going to have really nice concessions. They're going to have nice uh, video board. Southside's video board is going to be uh, uh, done similar to what the Memphis Grizzlies have. Uh, you know, as, as uh, Coach Beaumont put it, equity doesn't mean they both have to have the same brick, the same mortar, the same school board, all that stuff. As long as they have 94-foot courts and a 10-foot gym and and the seating arrangements are the same. They're gonna, both going to have 2,350 seats. Gotcha. And both schools will have the same exact amount, the exact uh, equal amount of chair-back seats. Now, I know so – I think that was the big thing he, he they wanted is equity. After I know. That, and they made sure the same number of locker rooms and stuff like that. But But the other thing – but they still have room to create. I know, Walter, you and I talked about this a little bit, and I know Northside's excited to be in this new arena as, as well they should. I've, I've, I'm friends on Facebook with Coach Eric Burnett, and I've seen the updated photos that he posts a lot, and I know he's excited. But the atmosphere is not going to be the same at this new arena as it is in Condark Grizzly Fieldhouse. It will not be. And if, if No, I, I think now if they continue the basketball success in both the boys and girls, that's going to help. Uh, it's going to be a lot more open. It's a, you know, Condart's a nice arena, uh, nice gym, and it's somewhat closed. There's a, the, the fans can be a little bit on you and yes, stuff like that. Yes, and that's and, what I'm talking about, yes. And, 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 but they're going to be a little bit more spaced out. It's going to be more open. But, you know, when you think about it, you go to all the major gyms now and, and arenas and stuff like that. Most of those arenas are open aired in terms of you go to a state tournament, you're shooting in an open air yes. facility instead yep. of someone right on you. You go to the state finals in Hot Springs and that atmospherics and, and, and as Ricky Smith would call it, depth perception yeah. is a it can be an advantage if you have play on an arena and a disadvantage if you don't. Right. Well, I just, you know, that's like, you know, going back to Van Buren. Uh, we've talked about this before, Walter, and you've covered games at the old Claire Bates gym mm -hmm. where that Van right. Buren student section was literally inches off the floor. And they were right. on those opponents from the get-go. And that's what mm -hmm. I love about, you know, high school basketball is the student sections and how rowdy they get and that kind of thing. And we lose that in these arenas. Now, they're beautiful and they're great to host big tournaments and things like that. But that part of it cannot be duplicated in the big arena, and that's what I miss. Yeah, the app. Right. What, what uh, you're you know, Van Buren close kind of does it a little bit because those kids are on one side of the floor. Um, I know a lot of schools though put the kids in the end zone or in behind a goal. Yep, and that's going to happen at these at North Side and South Side because they're not going to be chair backs; they're going to be bleacher seats. Right, and you know, like, uh, but but here's some other things: they're going to be able to bring pep bands in. And, you know, have room. That, that's another reason yeah. why those need to be bleacher seats, because uh, someone said all 2,300 seats should be uh, someone who doesn't, doesn't didn't exactly understand why they weren't all chair backs. I said, well, how does a band, how is a band member with a tuba sit in a chair back seat? Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. They, they need that. And so that's going to be something that's going to be brought in. So you get the band going, that will get a little more excitement in there. Good deal. And the, and the visitors will be on the other goal. So the team, so the students will be somewhat separated. So that's probably a good thing as far as a safety and security standpoint. Yeah. Well, you were talking about creating the atmosphere. The band and some of those other things can create a little different atmosphere, even though 
like you said, the, the crowd may not be right on top of the floor, but you can still create an atmosphere, but it will be a little different. You're 100% right. And I, lo- I love yeah. I love I love seeing the rowdy students. That's what I like. And, and, uh, uh, and, that's well, and here's the it. other thing, too, just from a reality standpoint, if Northside and Southside want to uh, – granted, they could still use UA Fort Smith, but if they wanted to actually host it uh, in that school, they needed – you know, they had to build these arenas. Sure, let's, sure. let's also be understanding each other. Uh, everybody understand. The, these, the two schools needed new arenas. Yes. I mean, uh, yeah, Grizzly, Grizzly Build House held about 1,800. Well, that's 400 short of the minimum requirements for a state tournament now in the large largest school classification right and south side held forget just that over, yeah uh, yeah it was 1160 yeah. seats yeah you know, and we also need to understand all the other things that, that goes on south side gym was built when the school was in 1963 grizzly field house or condart grizzly field house was built in 1965 yep that was before title nine there were no girls locker rooms. right and that's the visitor ricky ricky literally tur- created a locker room out of a out of an old storage closet, but there's no bathroom. They had to walk a few steps to go to the bathroom. I mean, Ricky said there were times that his female assistant coach would have to ask people to wait in line to let her girls go to the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, and that's uh, not know, good. So that's just not a good. That's situation. a big deal. Yeah, yeah. Well, that I know they're hey, Walker. Right. Yeah. Hey, hey, this, hey, this is uh, Ricky. I'm calling in from remote as well, and I didn't hear you initially at first. And if you answer this, I apologize. But uh, um, what will become of Condor Grizzly Fieldhouse? What would they put that use? And how quickly do you think they'd be before they, you know, apply for a state tournament? Uh, well, let's see. Uh, I'll answer the first question uh, in that the Condor is still going to be used. It's going to be a practice gym, another practice gym. And also the arenas are both going to have tornado shelters attached to them. With, that are essentially auxiliary backup practice gyms. So now the, everybody's got ability to practice. Um, Excellent. And so, and so, and probably if depending on when the arena is finished at Northside, more than likely the volleyball would not be surprised if the volleyball team probably starts the season with a couple of non-conference games, and then when conference season starts, they may be ready to to move into to Condark uh, or, or move into the new arena. Good deal. Uh, okay. As far as state tournaments go, Fort Smith is hosting the uh, state volleyball tournament. Uh, I think they would, uh, Coach Beaumont would like to try to host, uh, have it at both sites like you did with baseball. You know, they can help you instead of, yeah. so everybody can play at two and four instead of having to play at 10, noon, two, and four. And that way, that'd be less school time missed and stuff like that. I'd be all for that. The semifinals would be at one side. Sign me Uh, up for that, Walter. Sign me up for that schedule. Yeah, Yeah. sign me up for that. Yeah. And and I also think that I know they're going to bid for basketball, and it would be Northside bidding because this year's the Central Conference's year to bid because last year's at Fayetteville. Right. So and but he as he the others we've heard that Little Rock Southwest with its new gym and new high school. And it's a nice little arena. If you've not watched any games on Facebook, they have a nice gym, uh, nice arena style gym. Uh, as, as Beaumont put it, they have one gym. We have two, so we can, they could possibly use North side and South side, uh, for the state tournament play at two separate places, one for girls, one for, bo- for example, one for girls and one for boys if they wanted to do that. Right. Right. So, so there's a lot of things they can do, 
uh, having the two gyms. Well, I know Fort Smith is excited about this. They're 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 tickled to death about this. This has been a project that they've been working on for a while, and it looks like it's Stuart. Going to come- I'm a, I'm a quick one on that. It's, I'm stealing my lead here, but Stuart Adams put it best when he said, "We are like a kid on December 23rd and 24th, asking our dad to, to open presents. They're <laughs> yeah. ready to. They are ready to get into the. They're ready to get in there, and you know, I think all of them." All those coaches, probably, if you told them you're going to get it tomorrow morning, they're going to get the keys. They're going to sleep till midnight, and they'll open it up at 12.01. <laughs> well, Walter, thanks thanks for this story that you're doing. Again, this is Walter Woody down in Fort Smith, and he will have a story on these two arenas with photos um, that will be in the Sunday Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. So you'll want to be sure and catch that, particularly if you are in the River Valley. Walter, thanks for being on with us today, and uh, of course, we will obviously have you. you back in the uh, in in the coming weeks as we get ready for football season, which is just Paul hours away. Hey, and also, I can't wait. and also, volleyball, volleyball. season. Well, and also track cross, yeah, cross, cross country, country and and all that yeah, other stuff yeah, too. Yeah. So, lots of stuff going on. Walter, thanks for being on with us. Thank you. You bet. So that was Walter Woody down in Fort Smith. And, again, he's writing a big story that will be in our Sunday Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette on the new arenas, multiple um, – that's plural, Paul. Plural yes. arenas at both Northside and Southside High School down in Fort Smith. And so, Ricky, I know you've been to a couple of games or maybe 50 or 60 at Condark Grizzly Fieldhouse. I've been to a few over there. Uh you know, it's a great atmosphere. They're going to lose that. I don't care what they say. The arenas kind of take that out a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it is north side. The basketball will be fantastic, and we know that for sure. Well, Hey, Chip. Yep. Uh, yeah, you know what? A sports ride, I remember sitting at Southside. You'd sit in the stands, yep. kind of have the, your laptop on you and try to have somebody not spill a Coke on you. Um, I'm going to love this new arena. Uh, they're popping up all over northwest Arkansas. They're just spectacular. Uh, um, I'm glad they're going to keep Condart Grizzly Fieldhouse intact, put it to use. Even though I love a lot of these big arenas, that, that tr- charm, uh, uh, like going over to Huntsville, Charles Berry Gymnasium, uh, kind of the throwback. I'm going to go over there and watch Northside, Southside play, but I still go over there and look at the old-timey pictures and, yes. and remember the great games that used to be uh, held at uh, Condart Grizzly Fieldhouse. That is exactly right, Rick. So that's it for this week's edition of Prep Right of the Podcast. We'll be back next week in which we will talk about the opening couple of practices of high school football. And we also have some other things going on. Paul, give us a little bit, just a real quick little volleyball synopsis. What do we got coming up for volleyball? Well, volleyball, I know the next couple of weeks, they're, they're knocking on the door a little bit. The, uh, actually, the uh, Fort Smith Southside coach, Natalie Thornberry, they're, they're hosting a little play day on Friday, I believe. Of this, this week? This week, gotcha. yes. And uh, she had told me they were hoping to be in their new one, but that's not the case. So, But it's good. So they'll, they'll have several teams there. Where but, will it be at, Paul? At Chaffin uh, Junior High? Yes, at the junior high and okay. and at one and I, apparently at one of the uh, they're going to use one of the storm shelters too which is apparently done that, that walter alluded yeah, to. yes yeah. correct and they're all and then a week from on the fifth next next friday uh springdale harbor will host a play day there and uh, you're going to have most of your large schools fort smith south side north side uh, springdale springdale harbor fayetteville rogers all the the 6a 6A West schools will be there. So it'll be fun to see them. I, I'll probably 
find my way out there to Springdale Harbor to see some good volleyball that day. Good deal. So we got a lot of stuff coming on. The school, the summer's over. It's you know it's it's over. Football practice, volleyball practice. That's all underway. The ki- I've been seeing the kids out over at Shallow Christian, different places, the cross country kids out there running. I know the golfers and tennis folks have also been out there hitting balls and things like that. So the summer's been great. This is the first really hot week we've had, so hopefully it will cool off a little bit. Remember, you know, if you're out there, hydrate, 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 hydrate. Uh, don't start Monday. Start today. You know, start Absolutely. pounding that water today. Be hydrated before you hit the field, and uh, we don't want any, you know, any illnesses and, and, and you know, Certainly anything worse than that, which we have had happen that, in the past. That has been an experience. Yes, absolutely. Yes, yes. so uh, hydrate, kids. and, and uh, So, I'm, I'm ready, Paul. I'm ready. That's, yeah, it's, it's time. I bought it's my time. new legal pad the other day for the season. I got my markers ready for the season, and uh, I'm ready to roll. I've, uh, I've, texted, <laughs> I've texted with a few volleyball coaches the last few days just talking about, you know, how they're all ready to go. So, it's uh, you know, a few weeks away, just like football. Like I said, all the sports – and uh, school time is ready, so uh, we're ready to go. We're ready. So I'm Chip Souza for Paul Boyd, for Ricky Fires, for Leland Barclay, and Walter Woody down in Fort Smith. Thanks for being on with us on the Prep Rally Podcast today. We'll catch you next week. The Prep Rally Podcast is produced and directed by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Find us on SoundCloud, Apple, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher.